1: And we're live! Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin, joined in this lounge on this fun Lakers victory night by Raj Shapalu, he of All Access Lakers. A quick reminder, if you want to watch the game with us, if you enjoy the banter that Raj and I uh, have after these games, then you can watch those games with us on All Access Lakers That's playback.tv slash All Access Lakers is where you can find us. We were there watching tonight um, and and had an absolute blast. This show is brought to you by Sleeper and the Sleeper app for fantasy. The reason I I kind of bring this up at the same time is, well, for those of you who were watching on All Access Lakers, our boy Shub was kind of sweating out and over (laughs) (laughs) Anthony Davis's point total which would have been fun for you to, to be in on the action too. And, and, and maybe you follow them or, or not. Um, again, that is the sleeper app. Use that promo code LA lounge, um, for, for a deposit match of up to a hundred bucks terms and conditions apply. But Raj,
0: welcome buddy. How you doing? How you holding up? I'm doing great. I was hoping Anthony, that you would come out in the Dylan Brooks, you know, uh, <laughs> costume that you had last year. <laughs> I thought that was, I thought that's what I was walking into, Um, but no, I'm excited. Lakers blow out our first blowout win. Our first halftime lead of the season. It was nice to finally just kick a team in um, and finally show some dominance, but uh, I'm good, man. There's nothing better than coming off of three straight wins. Lakers look good uh, back over 500. Nothing, nothing better than that. So I
1: was debating whether or not to, you know, in, in sending the tweet for this, uh, debating. Eh, should I go with hell of a win? Should I call it? A, you know, right? And right. and immediately got a text from my buddy and everybody's favorite uh <laughs> lounge guest, Matt Moore, who <laughs> texts hell of a win, hell of a win. <laughs> and here's here's why. I'll, here's why I'll I'll, def- I'll defend my decision to stick with hell of a win here. The Lakers are very inclined I would say to do the bare minimum to win these games and sure that leads to a lot of of you know games that should not have been as close as they were wind up being close and in this case the Lakers beat the breaks off of the the Memphis Grizzlies and yeah the Grizzlies are super shorthanded they are mm-hmm. probably heading to the lottery this year it is an absolute nightmare of a season for them But but like that's the exact reason why I feel like the Lakers would have just kind of sleepwalked through the first half and maybe you get like a seven eight point lead in the third quarter, maybe go by go up by double digits in the fourth, and you think that maybe just maybe LeBron and AD can get a few minutes off in the fourth, but then they have to come back to to close things Mm -hmm. out, and nobody walks away with it feeling that great. But no, in this one, right from the get-go. And you made a great point, I thought, on 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 all access Lakers, um, in regards to LeBron being guarded by Jaron Jackson Jr. and how that almost kind of like got
0: him going. Yep, yep. it was almost like disrespectful, right? And just quickly on Memphis, they just beat the Clippers. I think like two days ago. Oh, who this doesn't? is a team that, I mean, in fairness. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep kicking them while they're down. But uh Memphis is a team though that has it's not like they play a ton of rookies, right? This is a team with a full of full of vets. This is a team with a full, with a lot of pride to them. They've won like 50 games in back-to-back seasons. They added Marcus Smart. So this is a team that could be dangerous on a night where you know the Lakers could sleepwalk. But I thought there was a message sent sent early. We had obviously the Draymond wild ejection um down in golden up in Golden State. Then you had AD, right? Like kind of pushing Santi Aldama, who flopped, and then him and Desmond Bain getting into it. I have no idea the Gobert and Draymond Beef is, I guess, something that exists. But like these are two teams that after <laughs> these are two teams that actually played playoff games together. And I think everyone knows that the playoffs are where real quote unquote rivalries are started. Rui, for some reason, just loves playing against Memphis. He had an incredible game against them. But yeah, LeBron being guarded by Jaron Jackson Jr jaron jackson jr who i'm sure ad who's very quiet and doesn't really come out and you know speak about these things but i'm sure like he felt that was his defensive player of the year award to win and he came out and i think we were watching on playback jaron jackson jr got blocked twice in the same possession by anthony davis and then he tried to go up again and could not you know wasn't able to finish jaron jackson jr tonight anthony had i believe four attempts in the restricted area it's their big man. He had four attempts in the restricted area, one for four. Two of those are blocked, so you can you know see the uh, the reason why he wouldn't want to venture back in there. Um, but, yeah, I felt like a message was being said. LeBron's jumper looked awesome. You talked about the jump shots and being disrespected, and that's the way Memphis plays. They kind of have to put Jackson on someone so he can roam. And LeBron's like, you can't do that to me. And those two guys really set the tone for a dominant, dominant. Great win, Anthony. I'm calling it a great win. I don't care. I'm calling it a great win. <laughs> Great win.
1: Hell of a win. Great win. No matter what we want to call it, whatever, whatever, you know, qualifiers we want to assign to it, that doesn't really matter to me, but I want to make sure we spend some extra time on Anthony Davis going at Jaron Jackson Jr. Here, right? Because yes. one of the, one of the criticisms I've, I've had of him in, and, and this is where you have to be even handed, right? You have to, if I'm going to criticize him on nights where he doesn't kind of get ready for that kind of a matchup. Tonight, he was. Tonight, he was Mm. like, he blocked those two shots right away um, on Jaron Jackson Jr. there in the paint. um, Kept blocking him. Let's just look at these stat lines side by side. Jaron Jackson Jr. in the night. Ready? Let's do it. He played 22 minutes. Mm -hmm. Three of 16 from the floor. Yeah. Two of six from three-point range. Notable both that he wasn't making them and he kept shooting from out there because that's the only place he felt comfortable shooting. Mm-hmm. He grabbed two rebounds, both of the offensive variety, which were both kind of scramble plays if i if I remember correctly um, yeah two assists one block, one turnover, two personal fouls was a minus sixteen in this game had eight points. he went from the <laughs> he went for the single single Raj uh Anthony <laughs> Davis on the other side of things. 27 minutes, got to sit the entire fourth quarter, seven of 11 from the field. All, uh, 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 I think, yeah, all of them basically coming, almost all of them coming from from the key, which just was mm-hmm. like adamant about staying in there. Shot a couple mid-range jumpers here and there, um, had his first attempt on the night blocked by Bismack Biyombo. Shot another yeah. mid-range jumper on the on the on that same possession because the ball went out on on Biyombo on the block. But other than that, I don't really recall very many AD shots like outside of the paint. He finishes, though, 19 points, 11 boards, 5 of 6 uh, assists. Uh, a sex. I don't care. Um, <laughs> six blocks was a plus 21 on the game. Absolutely <laughs> freaking owned Jaron Jackson in this one. And, and again, like last year, Jaron Jackson Jr. wins the Defensive Player of the Year award, whatever, it, I, I didn't necessarily agree with it, and I certainly didn't agree with like AD getting very little res- respect for the award. Heading into the season, he was uh, another player given votes for best defensive presence in in the league. But in this one, the the the, the Grizzlies shot. I I want to make sure I get this right. They shot, <laughs> Raj. They shot fifty three three pointers in this one. There, yep. every time they went into the paint. They were like rejected in, in 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 the most offensive manners. And and they were just they had no choice but to shoot as many threes as they possibly could. It was all Anthony Davis. He was just that great.
0: He, he patrolled the whole basket he had them scared to even look inside that's all they can get we're like step back threes and aldama and roddy were we hitting a few but yeah anthony davis was just the protector of the basket and i think they went nine for 20 from the restricted area you know what i mean like they couldn't even hit they were hitting their layups at like 47 percent around him and i think a lot of that was when he wasn't even on the floor they were able to switch ball screens i love cam reddish on desmond bain but yeah, anthony davis patrolling and this felt like game six. This felt this felt like, you know, deja vu, like right in the playoffs. Yeah. Obviously, you no know, John Morant, you know, in, in this one, but who obviously impacts their rim their rim pressure. But, like, you have a team like Memphis. But he didn't this, impact
1: their rim pressure in the playoffs. He
0: was, like, yeah. shooting 15-foot floaters in that series. Because they were able to switch Anthony Davis onto yeah. him, and he's able to give him the cushion and still contest his jump shot. But, yeah, like, you have Desmond Bain, who wouldn't even get to the rim, refuses to get to the basket. Jaron Jackson Jr., again, I think like one for six or something for in even the paint, taking low weird. He has a weird jump shot anyway, but taking like off the dribble jumpers. I wasn't able to get anything going. And yeah, 80 was just super dominant. Six blocks, I believe he finished with. And I love the like concerted effort, Anthony of our guards to at least get him the ball, right? Like it feels like there's, mm-hmm. it's, there's, it's, it's very easy to kind of get lost on those when our guards come up and just shoot on the first open shot they get. But again, Anthony Davis was dominant, also calling for the basketball and was making right de- great decisions too. When he got it in the post and they sent help, he was able to find cutters. He was able to skip the pass over to the weak side. And that's in our offense just flowed a lot better. And part of that, I'm sure we'll get into the change of the starting lineup, but he just looked great. And this felt like the playoff series. I don't know if you saw the quote that came out today um, on Spectrum right after the game, but they asked, I guess, um LeBron, or they they asked AD like, when was the last time you and LeBron were able to rest in the fourth <laughs> quarter in a 20-point win? Yeah. He's like, "Uh, last time we played them." <laughs> so that's a, <laughs> that's just that's just awesome. That's just that's just great. Great.
1: Um yeah, I I I really enjoyed uh AD's approach to this one. It was right from the get-go, and I thought that mm-hmm. like if there was any chance that he might kind of waffle through this game, It was erased when Salty Aldama like elbowed him and he pushed him back and he had that that passionate play as Monty McCutcheon, (laughs) McCutcheon likes to call it that we got between the two teams. And it's just, you know, I I don't want to keep harping on this because this this comes off as more negative than I than I really mean it. But you watch a game like this and it's why I get frustrated when I do with Anthony Davis on those games that he kind of floats around. He is the most talented player on this Lakers team. I don't think it's particularly close. LeBron is like the next in line there, but AD is capable of impacting the game in so many effing ways. And in this one, he wiped Jaron Jackson Jr. off of the, off of the face of the planet in this thing. He was not present for this game. And you could just tell like, one of the one of my favorite things about like watching and covering sports at this point in 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 technological development is that you have 4k and you have hd and you saw jaron jackson jr in 4k in hd kind of like looking around like oh man i don't have it tonight you know and and there have been games by the way like in this matchup and and i know that you know um it's, it's different when, when Memphis doesn't have, uh, Steven Adams and, Mm -hmm. and that makes a big difference with their physicality up front. And, and obviously like that would change things or whatever, but I've watched Jaron Jackson jr. Go specifically at Anthony Davis because he knows he was competing with AD for, you know, defensive player of the year and, and those kinds of rep points. Right. And, and in this one, it was very much turned in the other direction here, and I thought that set the tone. I think, frankly, like once I saw the way that it, it, LeBron reacted to Jaron Jackson Jr. guarding him, and once I saw AD's reaction to to the you know salty Aldama um, picking up the double tech or whatever, I was like, oh, they're beating their ass tonight. Like this is this is gonna be an ass whooping, and they did. And 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 you know the other part of this too is it's great when you're when your stars set the tone but you do have yeah. to have that tone picked up and in this one like you mentioned the guard play and we have to talk about De'Angelo Russell because ever since Austin Reeves goes to the bench he mm-hmm. has been insane on the ball absolutely incredible in terms of efficiency and everything he finishes tonight 24 points he's a game high plus 25. 8 of 12 from the floor, 6 of 8 from, uh, from three-point range. But to me, his command over the offense, his understanding of who to get the ball to, when to do so, who needs to be fed consistently, he has been really effing good since Reeves went to the bench.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Yeah, I think it's like almost 26 assists now in the last three games with two turnovers. That's like prime Chris Paul level type of assist to turnover ratio. I think like it's funny because the whole story this week, Anthony, was the other LA team, right? Like they need to make a change to the starting lineup. They need to you know, put Russ or James Harden, whoever off the bench. And the Lakers quietly just put Austin Reeves to the bench. No drama. You know what I mean? No, yes. oh, no, that's a great no, point. no, no, yeah. cr- no crazy stories about it. No quotes that come out. You know what I mean? Or, or nothing to analyze. Oh, Reeves came out this time. D'Lo comes out this time. They just quietly do it. And it kind of bumps the team into a place where everyone's roles are a little bit more solidified. Like I feel like D'Lo is able to come in and just understand that like I'm the point guard. It's my job to, like, I'm the one that has to operate out of the pick and roll. I know that when I do that, I know where my space is. When I fill, I know where, where I fill in corners or on the wings and space out. And he just looks in total command. Memphis is also also a team, Anthony, that can't switch really against you. Like, they do it a little bit with Jaren, but they're like a more of a drop coverage type team. And Delo's going to cook that type of coverage. Like, if you can't, if you're not able to switch on your actions, is able to drive. He's able to hit the pocket pass. His jumper is going to be streaky, so that's just going to make him a streaky offensive player just just by that because he doesn't get to the rim or the foul line a ton. But he has this in his game every time. I hear you talk about this as well. The playmaking is there every night for him. He's too good a passer to throw these wild. Sometimes he gets a little crazy where he'll throw like behind the back wild passes, but he has a lot of control right now. And he just looks like he has a good understanding of where everyone's supposed to be, knows, like, knows the offense obviously really well. Um, he's in total command of his game. This is the D'Lo that we wanted to see in the starting lineup. I think this push to Austin off the bench and filling guys who are more just like guys are a three and D instead of D'Lo having to share these ball handling things with LeBron and Austin. I think it just opened the floor up for him. And his shooting was there tonight. Um, the off the dribble stuff is there. He's he got to the rim a little bit. He just he's just looked really good. And uh, he's the one that talked about it. He said that this team needs a training camp. Well, he got it. And I feel like we're starting to see a little bit of the um the fruit coming from that. It just it felt like um,
1: you know, watching Reeves and Russell play, mm-hmm. they they clearly like each other, right? Like they, they do the sure. golfing thing. They they, you know, they, they're very much rooting for each other when 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 they're on the court. Yeah. Um either together or separately. And I almost felt like, you know, that that led to a little too much um politeness on both of their mm-hmm. parts where they're like, Oh, your turn. I'm sorry. Let me, let me back up you your, your turn... no. And yeah, by the time they like... actually figure out like who should be going where it's like 12 seconds on the shot clock you have time to run one set and nothing on the back end of those sets. And, and with Russell moving into the starting lineup and just kind of dominating the, the, the possessions, um, with that first group and Reeves moving to the bench and dominating the possessions with that second group. Um, a that clears the way for both of those guys to not feel like they're 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 getting in each other's way and B, this is a really important part of things. We haven't seen it quite yet because the Lakers haven't played like any and you know a, a super close game really since the um you know a, a super close game against a good team since the the change to the starting group but it keeps LeBron fresh so that if mm. if it does come time against a good team, for LeBron to take over the ball, you know, and 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 I don't know, I don't know if you're a, you, did you watch Game of Thrones? Did you? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, you I watched, watch? I watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, I all watched of it? Game of Thrones. Okay. No, not all of it, but I did, I did right. watch. Well, there's, it. yeah, there's an episode
1: uh, called the Loot Train, basically, where okay. where there's this big battle, and um, mm. the losing side of that of that battle is sitting there, and they're watching like they're watching the the Dothraki. Ride their horses, and they're watching like that entire big ass army come in behind them, and they're like, "Man, we're gonna get our asses kicked." And then, and then, like as if that wasn't enough, as if those two imposing forces already weren't enough, you have this giant freaking dragon fly over the horizon, <laughs> and it's just like, and 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 like the the people who are on the losing side of that battle, like. Well, we're screwed, you know, and and I, I kind of think that that can be a version of what the Lakers' offense looks like right. over the course of the game, right? Where where you have one version of the offense where D'Angelo Russell is there, you have another version of the offense when um, Austin Reeves is there, and at the end of the game, you have the big ass fucking dragon <laughs> in 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 LeBron James running the offense when he can go to the pick and rolls that he can that he can have with um, with a- Anthony Davis or the Lakers have been doing a lot more, getting him in the short role, Like yeah, this move to the bench, and, and and I I wasn't necessarily sure about Cam Reddish being moved into the starting group, but that move to the bench has really unlocked a whole bunch of stuff. And I think Garvin Ham has gotten a, sh- a ton of, of, of criticism, I think, to this point mm-hmm. in the season. But for this specifically, moving Reeves to the bench, um, A, Ham deserves a ton of credit. B, to your point, Reeves deserves a ton of credit and see the entire team deserves a ton of credit for fully executing that kind of vision and allowing everything else to kind of fall in place around it.
0: Yeah. And I also, I also think like uh, I like Austin running with a LeBron a little bit better uh, in that second unit. And I think Delo's just a better Anthony, like kind of give the ball to him and let him create. Like, I think, like, Austin's just not there yet as a playmaker. Like, I, we've run more, like, ball screens for him where it's more off the wing, more on the sides, off the corners. But Dilo's I think, just a better playmaker that you can kind of give him that starting unit and then he can run in and, and make the skip passes and stuff like that. And, yeah, Cam coming in, and this is just an absolute re- – like, it, it's been awesome to watch him kind of flourish in this role. And I think he's hitting threes. He had three threes tonight, Anthony, like two weeks ago. Cam Reddish was scared to shoot like in the Miami game. He wouldn't. He did not want to shoot. If you rewatch that ball game every time that our guard or LeBron would cut, Cam would cut to the rim trying to get an offensive rebound when someone's already in the paint because he just did not want the ball. And like, it's funny how you know life works. He's the one that gets the corner three at the end of the game that doesn't go in. And he's fast forward. And you mentioned this on the playback as well, where. He, he was like hitting transition threes. Like he was stepping into transition threes and yeah. that comfortability and just having a guy like that, that also gives you length. And the biggest thing to me it's done Anthony is where teams can't now pick on our physicality as much, right? They're yeah. picking on D They're picking on Austin. And that's just a lot to try to make up for. And then you add in Torian, who's just not a physical wing. Um, who's also not a good rebounder and a guy we were throwing on smaller guards. Uh, defensively, you just, you just mix all of that in and just, it's a lot on Anthony Davis to cover for. It's a lot on, An- on LeBron who really didn't want to be this defensive force so early on in the season. And I think it's moved Torian to the two, which is, has been a really nice, um, show for him. I think like who's, he's actually a two on this team to me just with, with our small guards, and we'll see when Gabe comes back. Um, but, yeah, it's worked out really well. I've loved how Delos kind of stepped into this role. I love that Austin come in, can come in and just has no thoughts, comes in and scores. No thinking about who I have to get open, who do I have to get shots, do I have to get AD to look here, do I have to get LeBron a look here, am I running a post up here? There's no, uh, there's no confusion in his role. He comes in and scores and shoots, and he makes some plays off the dribble, but mostly his job is to be aggressive, and I like that give Austin all the aggression, give Rui all the aggression. You don't mix up their roles, have them in specialized situations. And I think we're seeing um, the success from that.
1: Yeah. Reeves finishes tonight uh, five of nine from the floor, four of mm-hmm. four from uh three point range, two of three from uh, the free throw line. He grabs 12 boards, seven assists, um, 16 points. He was a plus 13 on the night. And you know, I, I think it's a combination of a few things. Like, I I do think eventually he may have figured things out playing next to D'Lo, and and he mm-hmm. has like, there is no way to to stagger them to the point where they are never on the right. court together, and and even in this one, like I I, I do think that it, it is starting to look a little bit better those two guys like playing alongside each other, um. But yeah, like just just allowing um Reeves and and I think this applies to Rui too. Where basically like they basically hand Reeves the keys to that second unit and they say like, all right, go in attack mode and allow that, you know, that, 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 uh, that attacking mentality to open up the rest of the game for you and open up the rest of the game for everybody else. Because like that doesn't, that, that means a few more Rui screens that means a few more like AD stuff that collapses the defense and, and Mm -hmm. kicks the ball out to more open shooters so that, you know, when Rui catches the ball, it's in better rhythm. And then, you know, most importantly here for Reeves, it allows him to like, you know, I haven't watched him sit here and count his steps and, and, you know, wonder, all right, well, last time I shot. So does that mean this time I have to set up AD? Does this mean I have to, I do, I have to set up LeBron this time. Like, no, it's, it's make the play that's in front of you. And he's doing that more consistently, more confidently. And it's made him a significantly better. It's making him the player that we all thought would be underpaid this year because he got a max deal, right? So, um, yeah, the longer that that continues, uh, I, I, I think that the Lakers will continue to really reap a reward. And, and, you know, the other part of this, too, by getting reddish into that starting group, you have – the Lakers tonight grabbed forty-four rebounds.
0: Mm.
1: You want to know how many rebounds the Memphis Grizzlies grabbed tonight, Raj? <laughs>
0: how many? No way. That's no way. No, no that's up. Op- no. I think it's no. So the
1: Lakers grabbed fifty-four rebounds. The the Grizzlies grabbed thirty-three. Mm. They just they yeah. just absolutely out physical though, and 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 like. And I think setting that tone of being bigger, being faster, being longer and and being more physical like that, that is LeBron and AD basketball. That's who you have to be with those guys on the team. And and that starting group sets that tone and it all kind of slides into place after that.
0: Right. And one thing on Austin, I think you're also seeing it was cool in the Phoenix game to kind of see that old Austin come back. Right. In late game in that. Late in that Phoenix game, they went to the LeBron-Austin screen and roll. D'Lo didn't play the next two games, right? He started both of those but didn't play in the fourth quarter. He didn't play late, I believe, in Phoenix and then didn't even play in the fourth quarter against Portland. And part of that, again, is having more size on the floor. And it's also, they're like, Austin's going to have the ball, so you don't really need another ball handler next to LeBron. It was cool to kind of see him be able to attack um, and just show that playoff Austin had a bunch of late jumpers against Phoenix, was able to, you know, attack off the dribble against Portland. But, yeah, Cam, to me, Anthony, watching him defend, like watching him slide around screens, he's so long, has so much length. He has, like, a ton of deflections, too, and he just adds, like, versatility that, honestly, this is what Vando was he's supposed really to He's really bendy, be? too, right? Like, he's just, yeah. like,
1: you know, like he's so good at kind of arching his back and getting around those screens, but, but, and Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. The term I use—he slithers like, like a, yeah, like a, yeah, like Absolutely. he's able to, like, yeah, like he is able to get around on snake KD. Is right the term you were looking for there, snake, <laughs> snake. Yes, yes. I didn't <laughs> want to say mamba. I feel like it's a little too, little too soon. <laughs> 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 but yes, definitely, definitely snake. Like um, the way he gets around picks and stuff like that. They had him isolated against Kevin Durant. He had a play where he just like picked KD right at the top of the key. Um, then the, the next play, I think, was like a one-four flat for Durant. He was able to force him into like a one-legs, one-leg fadeaway jump shot. But yeah, like Cam's ability to defend, I think, is like what we were expecting from Bando, right? And Anthony, if you if you're getting catch and shoot threes as well from Cam, and you're seeing the like confidence start to just ooze off of him it's, it's cool seeing that from a player like you watched him earlier and now you just see like the confidence coming out of him he's attacking closeouts you can see his ball handling start to re-enter the conversation where he's not thinking as much it's very decisive his moves have purpose he's attacking closeouts he's getting to the rim and showing all that like nifty finishes that got him like drafted where he was it's just cool to watch and but the defense to me is what it is it's changed to me the 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 place that this team was going. Uh, and he's really been a huge part of that. And it's been the Vando role that he's, that he's filled and he's filling in nicely. So we'll see. It's been three straight games of good games for cam. I know that's not a place to take victory laps on cam reddish yet, but uh, it's been cool. And I, this all looks really sustainable aside from the shooting, like the defense, if that's, what's getting him on the floor, hopefully that continues. But He's, he's been awesome to start. He dropped a pocket pass tonight. Like oh he my tried, goodness. Like
1: he, he took what, you know, like, and it's funny, um, I forget who made this point on all access Lakers tonight, but it was it was basically like the the basically the point was that he's allowing the defense to set up the rest of his game and, and allow mm-hmm. whatever offense. I think it was Shub allow whatever offense he creates and whatever offensive production he has is just house money at that point. And it's because mm-hmm. he's playing so well defensively that you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Make a couple threes, too. That's cool but there isn't like the pressure that he was putting on himself. Like Mm -hmm. it was really frustrating to watch him in the preseason where it was clearly, he thought the way to more minutes, the, the, the avenue to more, to to more opportunity was going to be through isolation buckets and, and self-creation and all that stuff. Right. And and in reality with Darwin ham, with what this Lakers team needs, the path to those more minutes to that opportunity is to do the kind of stuff that he's doing right. So many deflections, so many, you know, either steals or near steals so much like, you know, uh, boxing out occasionally. And, and, and then, yeah, like if you make a couple three pointers on top of it, that's what's going to wind up separating him between him and Vanderbilt potentially. Right. Is that like, he is capable of stepping into some of those three-pointers while he's doing some of those other things. And and eventually, I think the, the the best defensive version of the Lakers is one where they both get, you know, opportunity. But for right now, you know, it's really cool to, to kind of watch, um, you know, Cam Reddish. And again, like you said, it's only a few games, still kind of honeymoon period here, but it's been really cool to watch Cam Reddish kind of realize in real time, oh... <laughs> this is what you guys need from me. You know, like, sure. like, oh, okay. You know, like, hey, I can do that. Like, it, and he can, like, he, you know, this is what, you know, we, we, during, um during the broadcast tonight at halftime, you and I were talking about Zach Levine and how frustrating it is to watch somebody who is so physically yep. gifted, just like not give a shit on, on defense and continue to get blown by on or off the ball and never balk out. And and never do those things that like make him a, a positively impactful player um, when he isn't scoring. But in this case, watching Reddish kind of figure that out and do that, you know, while he's on this minimum contract and and potentially extend his career, uh, Lakers found m- might have found themselves a pretty good one here. And I yeah. and I am I'm thrilled to have been wrong because I wasn't I wasn't over the moon about the signing.
0: So I think on being wrong, I think I was also wrong. I didn't think Cam Reddish would be able to come in. I also think, like, obviously the Cam Reddish Reddish train is starting to pick up real steam. And I think this is also not the train that we were sold. Like, this is not the Cam Reddish train that left, you know, the left the station, right? This is a totally different Cam Reddish train that has arrived, you know, at our stop. Um, And with him, I remember they asked him after one of the games that he came in and played some good defense, um, and I think he hit like maybe a three or something. He wasn't starting yet. And they're like, Oh, like, when did you like, uh, re- did you know that you were going to kind of get your minutes this way? He's like, yeah, I can do this, but I have more to my game. Right. And you could tell that was kind of his mentality to start. I also think it's not just Darwin, Anthony, it's also the fans. Like he's getting all the praise for his defensive kind of, uh, his defensive production. And that must be so different for him. And what I said on the playback was, uh, I think, uh, I think Anthony cut out real quick. Um, but what I, what I said in the playback was that him getting his, him getting his defensive praise, getting his praise on the defensive end has really opened him up on the offensive end to try to, to now try new offensive stuff, to not try to now be comfortable on the offensive end. And it's just awesome to see him kind of flourish that way. And you mentioned that, you know, Lakers have had a, a lot of reclamation projects that have really worked out. Malik Monk is the latest that has worked out here and is continue to flourish in Sacramento and we'll see if Cam does that but it's also the first team that I think has really kind of pushed him and have kind of really sung his praises even though that even when it wasn't working right LeBron AD have like really been behind him I think you mentioned the like same agency which really helps in these regards as well but it feels like the first team that's really accepted him if you like go and look at the history of Cam in terms of in New York um, his relationship yeah, with him. Right Com- Tom Thibodeau, yeah, Atlanta drafted him really high, right? Was expecting a different player than we have here, and then Portland—we just saw them the other day—were already tanking, kind of no real direction. I believe Dame was out already, so um, you you change the environment, sometimes you change the player. I think that I think that's what we're seeing. Yeah, it has
1: been, um, you know, with with having LeBron nearby and having AD nearby, and especially defensively with AD, you know, and, and look. Like LeBron at this stage of his career is nowhere near the same kind of defender that he was mm-hmm. when, you know, he thinks he should have, and and you know maybe he should have won Defensive Player of the Year at some point in his career. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I he can he clearly understands the game well enough to be able to coach Reddish on like, hey, this is where you need to be here, and 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 this is how you can impact the game this way, and here's how you can utilize your leverage in this way, and and your length in this way, and. And for AD, you know, he's the ultimate quarterback back there. He's like, look, man, if you're gonna miss this way, you can, you know, I'm gonna be back there if, if, if you miss going for that one and, and and whatever. And 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 having both of those guys share that agency and, and share that incentive to, you know, make sure that one of their guys in in being a um a clutch guy, you know, succeeds here and extends his career. Um, I, I think that really pays dividends here for for a guy who like if this doesn't work out raj and and this is yeah. the thing you know that that I always kind of point to when i when I look at like outcomes and outcomes that I want is what's the incentive for the outcome that I want here? And in this case, for Cam Reddish, the outcome that I want is something close to what we're seeing right now. And the incentive is if he doesn't do this, if he doesn't buy in, if he is just focused on self creation and getting buckets as being the way that he's gonna get minutes here then he's out of the league, you know, or maybe he gets like one or two more like, you know, uh, I guess we'll give the lottery pick a chance type of opportunities. And then he's gone, you know, and, 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 you know, again, there's a whole bunch of season left over and there's plenty of time for him to revert back to bad habits. But at at this point, man, like in terms of just like raw data, this is, you know, the defense at least, I don't think the shooting is real. As much as I would like to see it and, 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 and as great as that would be for the Lakers, I don't think he's going to be as, as confident or competent a shooter as he's been uh, to this point in the season. But even on that, on, even on, in, in that regard, Raj, you look at the way he's catching the ball and this is where, you know um, again, you know, working with LeBron who um, entered the NBA, not a great shooter. Like I remember when I was in high school and, 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 you know, we all had takes about LeBron when I was in high school, I think he's like a year older than me. Um, I remember like talking to my friends, being like, man, if LeBron never learns how to shoot, he's just never going to be, you know, the type of player that we think he's capable of being. And and eventually he figured it out and, and he put that work in and, and, and all of those things. And, you know, a lot of times when an inconsistent shooter is trying to become consistent, it starts with the feet. And, sure. and, and you watch him, um, you know, you meant you, you clipped the, uh, the, the transition three that he hit, but you look at all of his catches, especially on makes right now. And it's all that quick hop into, in, in you know, to get his yeah. feet squared. And it's all in that rhythm there. And it's, and, 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 and that consistency that, you know, repeatable nature, that's, what's going to make him the kind of shooter that he could be. But even if he doesn't, These habits defensively, that's already your win. Just so long as you continue doing that, that's the win. And if you do that stuff on top of that, well, that's the payday. That's how you get your bag.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I mean, Anthony, we just, I love Jaron Vanderbilt. He just got $15 million a year. This is a guy that can't shoot, right? Like that doesn't finish well inside. So, Imagine all these stuff he must be really good at to get paid in terms of if you have very little offensive game. And I think Vanderbilt's a better passer, you know, than he gets credit for. But he's not going to be that on this team. That means he must be an incredible defender. To me, Cam Reddish, like, at least so far, it's been a few games. He's not that far off, Anthony, in terms of a point of attack defender. I don't know if you agree with me. But, like, watching Cam, I've watched him on Paul George. I've watched him on Kevin Durant. I watched him on Desmond Bain tonight. We just played Desmond Bain in a playoff series. Watching Cam deny him the ball, able to stay with him. Bain, all Bain can do, and Anthony Davis has a huge part of this for sure, but all Bain can do was really take step back threes. Like He was unable to get to the basket. Bain has a nice floater game. You mentioned he's one of your players that you like in the league. Bain has a lot of stuff to his bag, and Cam was able to kind of stay with him and make things tough. Bain and, was you know, the
1: game-worst t- minus 24 in this one. Only scored 15 right. points on 5 of 10, shooting 2 of 6 from three-point range. He was
0: never yeah. comfortable. He he was not, and Cam was a big part of that. He has a lot of length to him, right? You mentioned Zach Levine. I think Cam has, like, a better wingspan than Zach. Like, he has more defensive tools even than Zach does. Zach is a better athlete, just in pure athleticism. But I think Cam is one – like, that's why he gets the Paul George comparisons, right? As those are obviously – not looking right so far in his career but like he's got like at least the the tangible the the length and stuff like that to impact shots but yeah it's been cool to watch him just kind of flourish as a defensive guy and with the shooting to me it's all about like can he repeat the same form every single time it does look a little tighter I don't know if I'm like looking at results straight from that but the jump shot looks does look a little better than at least it did in preseason and. I mean, Anthony, he's a guy that's been taking, like, off the dribble stuff, right? It's like the THT thing. Like, he's a guy that's been such an on-ball shooter that, like, having to shift to being a catch-and-shoot 3 and D guy, that's an adjustment that takes real work and real precision and real purpose in terms of what you work on. And, again, I'm not sure what happened in Portland, New York, Atlanta. I'm not sure if that's what they're working on with him. But I'm sure here, like, Cam, these are where you're getting your shots. You're getting your shots in these corners on the wing you're not getting off the dribble step back pull up threes we don't play that here like you don't you don't get those that's that's not part of your bag but what he does have is when they close out he has all those handles to get to the rim he had a play in the feet against portland where like he had deandre going going backwards left to right crossover floater off the glass on him i'm like man that that's like a tough skillful shot that like that's a lot of talent so I see why the talent is so like channelizing, and you mentioned he may be out the league. I like I think there's going to be some team always who's going to be like, yeah, like here's let's give a shot to this guy because his talent just jumps off. But um, yeah, if he wants the real contract, this is this is what he has to do, and he's he's done it so far.
1: Um, really quickly, apparently, this is uh, according to to friend of the show and friend of mine, Justin uh, Russo, who covers the Clippers. Um, he is at fly by night on Twitter. The Clippers have been mathematically eliminated from winning their in season tournament group. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. We're two and O two and O baby a, in the such a fun <laughs> stat. Uh, you mentioned Paul George and, and, and that stuff. I couldn't help but like laugh while you say like, you know, the, the, the Paul George comps obviously aren't going to land and, and, and yeah, Paul George is, a damn good player, but also Paul George got another opportunity to make a big shot down the stretch of a (laughs) playoff game.
0: (laughs) And in this came into the game on a wedgie. So, (laughs) so poetic. That's, that's the most clipper thing ever, right? Anthony, like a game winning three that, that just gets stuck on the basket. just, that, that's, that just totally fits in terms of Clipper's history.
1: I forget, like, there was a Gatorade commercial that he did while he was still an Indiana pacer, and he, like, <laughs> he catches the ball, takes his big old swig of Gatorade mm-hmm. and says, I got this. And, then, like, I just picture him, like, I got this. And he rises up to shoot. And it's just, <laughs>
0: you know, just...
1: God. Oh man, the vibes are immaculate. The Lakers again beat the Gold, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies here, one thirty four <laughs> to one hundred seven. I mentioned the Golden State Warriors because elsewhere well, in but... the NBA, you vibes had, are amazing. You had Draymond Green attempting a rear naked chokehold on Rudy Gobert <laughs> two minutes into their game. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is just—it's just one of those fun nights that you, you'll occasionally get in the NBA and rooting for a basketball team. And uh, (laughs) you got to enjoy them when they come. Um, Anything else about this, about this game specifically that you want to hit on? We've, we've talked about uh, we've talked about D'Angelo Russell. We've talked about uh, Austin Reeves and, and is there anything specifically uh, that that you want to hit on?
0: Yeah, I think we'd be remiss not to mention Rui. Like I think Rui was absolutely fantastic. Um, Was able to get to his spots he looks, Anthony, like the guy that we signed for three years. I feel like Memphis should have just maxed Rui Hachimura. There's something about <laughs> when, he see, when he sees their jersey, he just turns into some Kawhi Leonard, Michael Jordan kind of-ass <laughs> player. <laughs> he just yeah. absolutely cooks them. Um, Jumper looks nice. He's getting a lot of lift. Um, he was able to get to his spots. I think, Anthony, like early in the season, he was kind of told at least it looks like he feels like his role was, okay, I got to come in and average 20. You know what I mean? Like every time I get the ball, I have to shoot it. That's my job. That's what they paid me for. And like him sitting out, I feel like was a kind of a bless. You don't ever want a concussion, obviously, but it was kind of, it felt like a little blessing in disguise for him where he's able to kind of settle himself down. And these mm-hmm. last few games since he's come back, he's really understood his role. He's having nice playmaking opportunities as well. Not passing a ton, but like where he's attacking with a lot of purpose he had some nice skip passes out, a lot of um, skip passes to the opposite wing, and just being that like bully ball guy uh, who doesn't always have to shoot a three right when he catches it. Doesn't always have to get to the mid range if it's not there. He can pump fake. He had a pump fake like jumping in the guy foul today. I'm like, yes, that's that's there for you like a ton. He's a guy, another guy since like our guards don't do it. Like he can feel that like get to the line roll. Cause like LeBron doesn't get the calls I think he should. Anthony Davis gets to the line. But Rui's another guy to me that can get to the foul line. Um just has a huge offensive game. So uh another, another um really nice in-rhythm game for Rui, who again just Memphis must hate him. Like he just every time they play him, he just just absolutely absolutely cooks them.
1: The Lakers tonight set a record. Uh, a team record or or tied a team record here with Mm -hmm. 22 threes. They also set an NBA record by shooting 63, basically percent on those threes going 22 of 35. That is the highest uh, percentage that a team has ever shot uh, in attempting at least 35, three pointers. And, you know, obviously they're not going to hit at that kind of clip but you were eventually going to see some positive regression, right? Some progression to the mean because they had missed so many open jumpers to this point in the season. And you know, when, they, when I was watching them hit, it, it honestly Raj felt for more parts of the game that like Memphis was hitting stupid it threes, right? Like it, it felt like Memphis was hitting like the, the ridiculous ones and the ones that the Lakers were hitting were kind of more within the flow of the offense.
0: Yeah, definitely. I felt like our ball movement was really good. D'Lo was getting a lot of open looks out of it. Rui, Austin, I think, came in. Our offense just looked good. It looked in the flow. Memphis just had a tough time defending us. They had to send two at AD. They had no answer for LeBron. They had no answer for Rui. And yeah, Memphis, that's all they could do, right? They were unable to put any pressure at the rim. A lot of step-back threes. The Santi Aldama jab step three in the corner corner almost broke me. Anthony, we were up like 25, but still, it was just... This is not. <laughs> this is not basketball. Pro- this is not good basketball process. Um. Yeah. Like I was surprised at that too. I felt like Memphis was hitting all the all the threes. Um. But yeah. Like I feel like our offense was really good. They're starting to find their rhythm. Everyone knows where their shots are coming from. Your son, grandson, Max Christie. Uh. My large. Adult son. It, large adult son. Yes. I mm-hmm. gotta get that right one day. Um. But, uh, Max, Max Christie. Um, hit was he? Did he hit the three to tie the record? I believe he hit the three to tie the record because I think he was the last three of the game. Uh, or he was hit, it? Really, I, uh, I think he hit the one to tie. Nobody hit a okay, three yeah. after him. Right, right, yeah. So even Max got in on the action and Max Christie because there's two Maxes that played today. Uh, Max mm-hmm. Christie was able to was able to hit the three and and everyone had it going. So nice big blowout win that I was that I was asking for and, and we got it.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was exactly what we what what uh we were hoping for, exactly exactly what the Lakers needed as they play again tomorrow night. Um, for those of you again who want to watch those games with us, tune in to All Access Lakers. Uh, it's playback.tv slash all access Lakers to tune in and and watch those games with us. Make an account, log in, watch that game, comment come up on stage if you want to come up on stage and, and have a good time with us there. I will be there again tomorrow as I attempt to now go five and zero on the season. Um, I'm four and zero in my, in my um, appearances there. And what that means is if it looks like the Lakers are going to leave, I'm going to dip and, and, <laughs> and pretend I wasn't there and, and my uh, record will, will stay um, intact or, you know, they'll just win and, and, we'll keep the sing rolling so um again i've mentioned this before but the lounge and all access lakers we are kind of building out our our kind of partnership in in making this content either during or after games so we will be bringing on some of the co-hosts there from all access lakers here in in future shows raj you were kind enough to uh to hop on here with us tonight after this game and and i always appreciate it man and man this was fun what a fun night here for for the nba um as i got to laugh at rudy gobert uh getting choked out by by draymond green like every image that i saw was just like it, it you could hear rudy gobert like Ooh! you know like it's just it's the best it's the <laughs> best that i like and and now you have this like this war between the Warriors and Wolves fans who claim that no Draymond was a peacemaker. No, Gobert was a peacemaker. No peacemaker isn't actually the word that you should be using here. Um, John Cena is involved somehow. I, I, it's just, it's a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> that that is going on. And, and my favorite part about it is that it's all happening on these highlighter courts that Adam Silver is trying to sell to these TV partners as his league fights itself, amazing, it's all incredible. But Raj, thank, thank you very much for hopping on. And uh, <laughs> apparently, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, six and oh, Anthony, coming your six and oh record is coming tomorrow. Uh,
1: six five and oh, five, five and oh, five and oh, yeah. five and oh, six by Friday, six by yeah. Friday. There it is, <laughs> 50. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. Make somebody else's, we will talk to you
0: tomorrow.